Let's do some team building and talk about some free agents for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll do all of that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Thank you for joining me, Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page that is Locked on Jaguars. Make sure you get there, you hit the like button, subscribe, and then hit that bell so you get notifications each and every time we drop an episode. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts at, make sure you tap in to that location every single day so you don't miss an episode. That's right. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use locked on to get $20 off your order. That's J A S E medical.com and shout out to the everydayers for joining us every day. You could be an everyday or two if you join me every day. All right. So this is a part of the year that I actually keep my eye on all season, believe it or not. I'm, I'm a draft Nick. I've, probably bigger draftnik than uh, I am anything else. But I just know that nobody wants to talk about the draft. And I know this from experience here in Jacksonville, that as long as you have a chance of still accomplishing something, nobody wants to talk about it and look forward to uh, when you actually get to the free agency in the draft of next season, because you, you're focusing all of your energy and your hope and your optimism on what you're looking at right in front of you right so i i said all year that i probably wouldn't do that and uh it's been hard because at least twice a week for a couple of hours a week i sit here and i make phone calls and i go over and i look at guys and i watch how they perform on saturdays and then i come in here and try to break a little bit of their film down not not a whole bunch of their individual film and i don't just watch highlight tapes what I'll do is go watch a whole game and just zero in on that person. So it can be a real painstaking process. But, you know, you finally get to let all of that stuff out, right? And I also do it a little bit, too, uh, with impending free agents from other teams. It's a little bit more difficult. Both of them are difficult. And the reason why it's difficult is because you never know if a guy wants to leave and then you got to compete with the rest of the league, uh, what they're going to ask for in terms of money. Um. And that's free agency. Now in the draft, you could sort of start pinpointing it a little bit and getting it down to who you think can help you. And I look at both of them differently. And we're going to go through that. So we're going to talk about team T Wigs team building in the first segment, free agents we like in the second. Segment. I know y'all can't wait to get that one. And the difference between draft and free agency. So I'm going to explain a little bit of that right now. With free agency, it is like that's where to me when you have a whole. We're not talking about quarterbacks. Quarterback is a whole different animal. Once you, if you have a quarterback you're committed to, then this is an easier process for you to understand. But free agency, that's immediate help. That's where you look at your roster, you look at a hole, and you go bang. And it's easier to do that. That's why you're paying them a lot of money. It's because you have seen them, what's my two favorite words, demonstrated performance at the actual level where you're going to be paying them to do it for you. 
And you just got to vet them personally to make sure when they get money, they don't start screwing it up and, and think that they've arrived. You have to look at where they are in their careers and what their expectations are and all of that stuff. Then in the draft, it's a little bit differently. In the draft, I, th- I still think within reason you go best player available because that's a guy, especially in the first round, you're going to have him for five years. And it might be it might not be a hole where you draft him, but one might be created two years from now. And we're going to get to that as soon as I start talking about a couple of these guys and I'll tell you exactly what my thought process is. But in any event, that's the way that I do this. I do it a little bit differently. I don't try to have a consensus. I don't try to go be right. And I then I don't go out of my way to try to be different and wrong uh, or the smartest guy in the room uh, from everybody else and what they do. But it's pretty simple when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Interior of both lines. You have to be able to win the line of scrimmage before you could do anything else. That's why when people sit here and say, why are you making so many shows about Trevor Lawrence when you know that he is not the main culprit? And they did have a, a, a poor interior offensive line in terms of power and being able to move people. And that that has a big effect on the game. It's not about the just the individual plays that work or don't work. It's about the cumulative effect of somebody busting you in your face all game and knowing that when it comes time, when it gets down to it in the fourth quarter, that they can lean on you a little bit. And the Jaguars just can't do that. And that's a whole facet of their game. Uh, when was the last time you've seen some Jag- the Jaguar games and at the end of the game it looked like they just wore the other team out? Now flip it around. How many times have you seen the Jaguars just look completely worn out? And that's the point that I'm trying to make, that it's not about the individual plays, but it's more about the mentality and the attitude of the team. So everyone knows that they need that. I think the Jaguars need a catch radius wide receiver. I'm not talking about a guy like Zay Jones that can make some difficult catches. I'm talking about a guy that every time you turn around, you throw the ball to him, he, he has got a chance to go up and get it when a whole bunch of other people don't. Those are beyond the X's and O's plays that will help Trevor Lawrence. And the reason why, by the way, I blame Trevor Lawrence for a lot of stuff is because even though he was missing all of these things, they finagled them, their, their way into being able to be in a lot of these games. The Jaguars got blown out maybe twice, maybe three times all year. But other than that, they were right there knocking on the door. And when it came time to make plays, he didn't make them. So uh, that's why I blame him. Because despite or in spite of the fact that they had a porous offensive line, they were in a lot of games and he had some overthrows that he shouldn't have had, some boneheaded mistakes. Those things have to be alleviated for this team to be uh, elevated to uh, a champion. So maybe that'll explain it to you that there could be more than one thing wrong at at the same time. Um, I want to get into these free agents. I'm going to, what I want to do is, Go go out early here. Go out early here and not really take a break, but just to, I want you to gear yourself, gear yourself up for what's coming because it's going to be a little bit different. I'm not like everybody else, and I'm telling you, I, I just I'm a firm believer in um, you may have a guy at a certain position, but when you I almost treat it like I'm a new guy taking over a team, and and I don't sit here and and, and try to get all biased about it. I look at it as if I'm a new guy taking over a team. So I'm warning y'all right now, that's what it's going to look like. There's going to be some people that I say need to get out of here or that you need to move on from that most folks won't agree with. And you know what? That's fine with me. 
because I am me and I'm going to do it my own way. So we'll get right to that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. <clears throat> if you've been in a tough situation for a lot of different reasons, it could be divorce, it could be death in the family, it could be a number of things. There's a lot of times in life, man, you just lose your way a little bit. And the hardest thing to do is to get yourself out of it. You don't have to do any of those things. BetterHelp is here for you, man. BetterHelp, if you want uh, counseling, if you need therapy, sponsor uh, by BetterHelp today here on Locked on Jaguars. And I'm telling you, it has helped me and it could help you also. Um, sometimes you just need the opportunity to get something off your chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important that you let it out. Uh, therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team, and it's important to get things off your chest once in a while. So what you need to do, man, is this. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. So you got to visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first purchase. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Locked on. It's completely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. All right, checking in here on Locked On Jaguars. Ready, ready to give you what I believe is going to really, really help y'all and set y'all free. Some of y'all, anyway, it's going to help you and set you free. I'm giving you some free agents that you need to. Uh, hope that the Jaguars go their way. And I'll explain each and every one of them. So we're talking about the interior of the offensive line. That's what I'll address right away. I think it needs to improve. I don't think you need to be fooling around with rookies. So I'm going to get a guard and a, and a center in free agency, the guys that I think they should go after. Lloyd Cushenberry is a center. He ain't great, but he's really, really solid and good out in Denver. Uh, I think Denver's going to be a little bit uh, strapped cap-wise. Lloyd Cushenberry is a very, very good player. Um uh, I think he, he he gets the job done and uh, he would actually help this team immediately at that center position. It doesn't mean like you're giving up on Luke Fortner. Yeah, a little bit, but he's under a rookie deal or whatever. And uh, you can just use the next couple of years to see what he has or, or if he could be a swing piece for you, because there's a lot of guys that need to be swing pieces on this team. Guys that are under the first contracts, you can make those guys swing players. You can make a bench and depth guys. Uh, Luke Fortner is, would be – in pretty much in the same situation uh, or close to it that Walker Little is. So there you go. Um, unfortunately, at right guard, Brandon Sheriff, he's not been terrible, but I don't think he's been great. Just tell me this. Name the last time you said Brandon Sheriff is really whooping the hell out of that dude over there. Just like you can't say necessarily that Brandon Sheriff is the reason why Trevor Lawrence is running for his life because the, the numbers, the advanced metrics say that that's not true. But I can challenge you that you can also probably not find very many moments where you can say Brandon Sheriff is really dominant, right? Like, or they can run right behind Brandon Sheriff and get this touchdown on the on the on the one yard line. The inside the five yard line, I'd run it behind Brandon Sheriff four times. When's the last time you heard somebody say that? Uh, if you had Robert Hunt from Miami, six foot six, three hundred thirty five pounds of a whole bunch of nasty, and that's another team that's strapped salary cap wise. Uh, that can't re-sign everybody, then that's the way you go. So therefore, I, you know, you can look at it like this. If you're going to leave uh, Anton Harrison at right tackle, 
who better to have next to him than a big bodyguard like Robert Hunt and then have uh, Lloyd Cushenberry as your center. And the Jaguars can pull that off. It, 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 they'd have to, of course, this is a situation where Sheriff wouldn't be here. You'd move on from him. And I know there are some people that say, why don't you just keep Sheriff? Is this Juwan Taylor all over again? Why don't you just keep Sheriff and just add a left guard? Because I don't want to. That's why. I want to do it this way. And, um, um, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much uh, what I've been looking at and things that I would do. So what this leaves is a, a potential hold at left guard. Do they bring back Ezra Cleveland? I don't know. It depends on what, you know, the the, the tape that I haven't watched says and what his number's going to be. Um you could bring him back. He could be a better player than, than it looks like because you change the center and the guard around him, and then you'd have Cam Robinson back for a full training camp. So there's a chance that he, he probably looks okay. But like I said, it depends what his number is. Me personally, I'd probably go into this into the draft looking to replace him with a with a rookie left guard because I think there are a bunch of them that are day one starters. Some of them play tackle right now. Uh, uh, the Barton kid out of Duke, as well as a kid out of TCU, they're both about 6'4", between 315 and 320. They they played left tackle, but they project at playing inside. Um, and then that gives you a little positional versatility, too. I remember David Deal played uh, right tackle, and then he played left guard for the New York Giants when they won the Super Bowl. So it'll give you a little bit of positional versatility. But I wouldn't draft him just because of that. That would have to be a plus. I would make sure that whoever I planted left guard can play left guard. I think Cedric Van Pran can play left guard and can play center out of Georgia. So that gives you some more versatility, too. Uh, don't really like guys that I draft for tackle to say that you can move them around. I want tackles to be tackles and left is just left to right. But uh guards i love guards that can play tackle and guards that can play center or centers that can play guard i think it's a great thing tackles i want them to just be real good tackles so those are two of the guys that i looked at that i really really like for the jaguar and let's just say that they get them and they can shore up the interior of their defense we're not going to forget i mean the offensive line we're not going to forget about the defense but we're not necessarily going to address defensive tackle i know that uh justin matabuike is going to be there I had some money that that works in the scouting uh, industry that crossed paths at some point with, with Trent Baalke, and they know him very well, and they told me he's not going to like him. He says, wait and see. I said, well, the dude, you know, he ain't that small. He's 6'3". He says, he ain't going to like him. I'm telling you, I've been around him. I know he's not going to like that kind of guy. So um, it, my homeboy, he'll hold me dinner too if he's wrong about this, but – Chris Jones is also going to be a premium if he's allowed to hit the market. I don't know if he will or not. It looks like a guy that to me that needs to retire at Kansas City Chief, but he's another one. You always got to take a look at dynamic playmakers and guys like that when you get them, even if you even if you don't think you can get them and if you don't think that they can come here, they would come here. You still take a good, hard look at at those guys, and, it, and it's, it, it's, it's worth it. It's going to cost you a lot of money gonna cost you a boatload of money to get guys like that uh but for the case of the sake of this we're, we're going to ignore that part of it and we're going to say we can uh, we can address that in, in in the nfl draft uh but what i would go and do is i, I think the jaguars need to re look real hard at their corners now this doesn't mean that their corners haven't been good i want to be very clear this is about how i want to play how i i said this is t wig's list how i 
would want to play. I would go and try to get Chris Jones' teammate, Ladarius Sneed. I don't think it's going to cost you uh, the kind of money that it would cost you to get what you would consider a normal franchise corner. But Sneed is lengthy. He's nasty. He's mean. And and I've been wanting to say this for a while, but he would go the other day and jam up Tyreek Hill and put tape out for everybody to see uh, before I had a chance to make that point. But make no mistake about it. Ladarius Sneed is the real Ladarius Sneed. He's a real deal. He is the real deal. He can really, really play, man, and he's the kind of guy. That's how I want to play. I want to play like that. I want to play like Charvarius Ward. This is where you might be able to get some currency for Tyson Campbell. And I remember when Tyson Campbell was drafted, there was some talk that they would play him in a big slot and and use his size to rush the passer a little bit, kind of the way you see uh, Humphrey up in Baltimore doing right now. So it depends really who they get to be their coordinator also and how they're going to employ their players. Uh, this also might mean um, the end of it for Mr. Williams on the outside, Darius Williams, because he's shown that he's not really a slot guy. If he can play the slot, then 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 fine. Or if he can play man to man, we've seen him do that before too. It depends what they decide to do with Tyson Campbell. If I if I say I want to go get Ladarius Sneed, then they got to figure something out. Um, my last one that I'll use on defense. So much talk about edge rushers right like how can you allocate uh you're not gonna bench either one of the dudes you have right now trayvon is a is a type he he's gotten a lot better and he's also a type he adds a certain uh thing to your team the same thing i was talking about with robert hunt this is what trayvon walker kind of does on the other side just a little bit differently but the you want the jaguars to be more physical you can't bench their most physical player in my opinion and use him as depth piece. He's a starter. A lot depends on what they do with Josh Allen. Um, I, I think for the sake of this, they franchise tag him or re-sign him either one. So both of them are there. You got to get a real good player, though. The only way you usually do it is drafting because if you go out and get a real good player to be your third or your swing edge rusher, and you got to pay him and maybe a guy wants to start, you got to get a dude that's used to being in that role. How about Dorrance Armstrong, who I've loved ever since he came out of Kansas State years ago for the Dallas Cowboys? He's in that role. You can pay him. You ain't got to break the bank for him. I'm thinking maybe a $7 million a year contract, but you sell him on this point. One, when we go to our even front, you'll never have to drop into coverage. And two, when we go to that front nine times out of 10, because it's passing down, we take Devon Hamilton out and we slide um we slide Trayvon Walker inside and now you'll be side by side with him so you're gonna play 40 percent of the snaps especially if we're able to get ahead so those are the guys that for me my first look in the free agency and I know what everybody's saying well you ain't got no wide receiver well you ain't get no defensive tackle you're right I didn't because you can't get everything you can't get everything in free agency but that's what I would focus on. And to me, this is my opinion, Robert Hunt, Lloyd Cushenberry, uh, Jerry Sneed, along with uh, Dorrance Armstrong. Those are the guys that I said, man, I really like those dudes, and they would add a lot to this team. And Armstrong really will. He's 26, 27 years old, uh, long, 6'4", 255-ish, a pure 4-3 type pass rusher that gives you a lot of activity on that side of the ball. So that's what I do with that. And what I do now is let you know that 
we got a third segment coming up and i'm going to explain the difference between draft and free agency and if i get these guys i'll tell you some guys that i really really like in the draft and why i view the draft the way that i do i'll do it in just a second here on locked on jaguars All right, man, it's all about Jace Medical, man. That's the sponsor for today's show. And if you heard me earlier, you would know that Jace Medical gives you five different antibiotics, five different types of antibiotics, just in case of an emergency, because we have a whole lot of emergency uh, situations around here. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs. I just experienced one myself respiratory infections sinusitis skin infections among others this stuff could happen to any of us as you know it happened to me i felt like forrest gump uh or the green mile that the warden sitting there you know up all night long with my stomach hurting so visit jace medical and complete your physician encounter it will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. It's Jace, J A S E, medical.com. Use the promo code locked on to get 20% off your order. And I got to let you know about the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and that is Prize Picks. Man, all you got to do is pick between two and six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. That's right. And prize picks, man, you're not playing against sharks. You're not playing against pros. It's just you, the information, and the system. And I know you can beat that. It offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday, prize pick discounts, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. All you got to do, man, is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Like I said, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, third and final segment here, Locked on Jaguars. Talking about team building, T-Wigs team building. All right, so I already gave a little, little bit of it. If it's up to me, they franchise tag or re-sign, I'd re-sign Josh Allen. I wouldn't even play around with the tag. i create a situation where I have some more cap flexibility. And the dude has absolutely earned it on and off the field here in Jacksonville, so go ahead and pay Josh Allen. Uh, Robert Hunt will cost me probably cost me a little bit of cost me to to move on from Brandon Scherf. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. Y'all don't want to be bored about the cap, but you can make it a June, a pre or post June. I think a post June first designation and save a little bit of money on that. But you're upping the player. You're getting a better player. I think you're getting a better player that has a more of an impact on what your team looks and feels like. And I think that's so important. Lajari Sneed, Ladarius Sneed. Let me see. I got it. You know what? I keep calling this dude. I know a guy named Ladarius and I know a guy named Lajarius, right? So I got to make sure it's Lajarius with a J, right? It's Lajarius Sneed. And I got to make sure I ain't talking about my client here. Yeah, it's Lajarius Sneed. Um, good corner, real good corner. But like I said, this is also a mood 
this is also a mood changing pick. This is a defensive changer here. This is what gives you a good player that also does more than just play his spot. He changes the complexion and the, changes how you're viewed and how you play and how you compete on a daily uh, on a down by down basis. Doris Armstrong, I think, is underrated, uh, but he's right there where you can pay him a little bit of underrated money, but give him a bigger role and put some incentives in the contract so he can be your third your third edge rusher on this team starter kind of kind kind of like starter quality but not enough to be uh invasive but still enough competition a better player i believe than art key a better more complete player than art key um robert hunt lloyd cushionberry lloyd cushionberry is a center who plays with the denver broncos pretty good size uh obviously they're all over 300 pounds is he a top five center no is he somewhere between six and 13 or 14? Yep. And I think that's exactly what you need if you're Jacksonville Jaguars. And then you can double back and draft a guy who's versatile enough to be able to give you some competition where in two or three years, if you want to move on from Cushionberry and go with the young guy for salary cap purposes, you can do it. So it's Robert Hunt, Cushionberry, Schneed, and Doris Armstrong. Now, the difference between free agency and the draft, you, I, don't, I don't believe in drafting projects, but I also don't believe in using the draft to just spot just pick a spot guy to put on your team. The draft is where you get a chance to get better. And if you don't pick them, you got to play them. So while you're trying to fill a spot, there's no way I'm going to let a player who's better, who I project to be better, go to another team, especially in my division, and I got to play him because I was trying to fill a square in. Because that's to me, that's what you do in free agency. The difference is you know exactly what you're getting in free agency and draft. You're trying to project. You, you got to teach them. They got to learn. Um you don't know how they're going to respond when they start getting hit in the NFL. Nobody ever does. So that's a little bit of a dip. So that's why you take the absolute best player you, you, you can. And right where the Jaguars are picking, I'm, I'm not going to do any trades. I'm thinking 17. If they're picking 17, I know where the value is for me in this draft. The good thing is you don't need a quarterback, right? Remember those things y'all telling me that the Jaguars needed so bad, like interior defensive linemen? Uh, I wouldn't take a guard or a center at this spot because I think that the, the hot spot for them is right there in the second round with guys like Cooper Beebe who can play left tackle. Uh, and you, he, he, he might not even be a second-round pick, but all of that will start ironing itself out throughout the process. But I know that there are going to be a number of players the Jaguars can like, some who fit their, their, their model in terms of their size, and then some won't, but there will be uh, some like Graham Barton, uh, versatility, good size, uh, can can really, really play. On the defensive line, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. You're probably not going for Devontae Sweat type uh, three technique or the Jazan Newton, who is very, very disruptive, though, and can really, really play. But I'm going to try this kid's name. It's not a first-round pick yet for me, but it's a second-round grade. His name is Rook Okororo. I believe that's how you say it from Clemson. Lord, let me explain something to you. He's not a nose tackle. He's not a three because Devon Hamilton, I believe, is going to be healthy next year. You're paying Roy Robinson Harris a bunch of money, so you got to get somebody who's productive that you don't have to pay a whole bunch. Six foot four, 295 pounds and can play anywhere along that defensive line, has the quicks and has the nasties, has strong hands, can really, really get after people. To me, that's not 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 I'm not yet, I'm not there yet on the first round pick. I just don't know if he's gonna fall to you 
in the second round. And that's the thing that would absolutely scare the daylights out of me because he jumps out at me as another one of those body types, the, the types that you want when you look up. Let's just say you look up on if this kid is everything I think he is and you line him, Josh Allen, Doris Armstrong and take Trayvon Walker up. Now you start to take a four-man front that sort of looks like San Francisco's a little bit, a little bit, just in terms of his athleticism, his length, and his get-after. And I really like players like that. Uh, but in the first round, I keep doing these mocks, and there's certain guys that are keep sitting there that intrigue me. One's a, one's a group. It's a group of wide receivers, and there could be a number of guys. Roma Dunes ain't falling to, to 17. He ain't getting out of the top 10, in my opinion. Uh, I like his teammate Jalen Polk. I just don't like him in the first round. The guy that keeps falling, everybody, I, I'm a Florida State fan, and I, I wanted to see something more of Keon Coleman, but he got injured. But he is he is a guy that sort of reminds me of Des Bryant a little bit, so I wouldn't be mad at that. I am intrigued, though. I am intrigued with this Thomas kid. Malik Neighbors running mate at LSU. I, I, sick, uh, Brian Thomas Jr., he can flat out get after it. He can run. He catches with his hands. He he eats the whole route tree up. He 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 can go deep. He can catch a slant. He, I mean, really, really watch him. And there's some people gonna look at the uniform and say, "Doesn't he look a lot like DJ Chark?" Uh, ain't no DJ Chark. Trust me. This kid can flat out play, and Brian Thomas just keeps getting to that point. And I'm thinking, like, damn. Imagine him with Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley if they bring him back. This is what I'm talking about, about changing the dynamic of your team and changing what your team looks like uh, on the field. Um, I also like a corner, Nate Wiggins, and this makes sense whether they get LeJarius Le Sneed or not. Even if they get him, then you get another dude at 6'2", 188, 190 pounds that's wiry. That, to me, becomes the most athletic player who thrives in man-to-man -man and who can make some plays and gives you a lot of that nasty and a lot of that competition that we have to talk about every single week when it comes to thinking of guys that can play these NFL receivers every single week. There's a powerful running back I really, really like, but I know everybody around here ain't going to want to get another running back in the third or fourth round. But if Breon Allen or Breon Allen from Wisconsin slips and falls, I think he's another dude that gives you an attitude. And I don't think there's a short yardage situation or a goal line situation that if you have Robert Hunt and Cushenberry and Breon Allen on your team, that you're going to ever, ever, ever feel like you're not going to be able to make it. So that's just a brief outlook as to what I like and the guys that I like and a handful of guys. And, and I like a whole bunch of people. But these are the dudes that I, I, I wouldn't be lying to you for the last couple of months when I start writing stuff down. Those are the names that come up. And that's how I see the Jaguars trying to build a team. But I'm not Trent Baalke. So pray for us because I have no idea what Trent Baalke might be trying to do. I'll tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to. Make sure I keep tapped in the Locked On because we've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'd be glad to hear your comments on this. I don't expect people to agree with me. Uh, I ain't going to try to debate it because that ain't what I'm all about. This is how I feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you do if you were the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
in the comments or on social media. Take care, and we'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.